Welcome to Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. I'm here to help you discover and get clear on how you operate as your best self to create more success, more happiness, and more peace in your daily life and business. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. So I hope everybody's having a great middle of quarter one. So I'm recording this episode right smack in the middle of February. When you're hearing this, it's going to be right in the middle of quarter one, where we're out of winter time, kind of the depths of winter at least, and we're making our way into spring weather, but we're not there yet. We're kind of in that messy middle. So I thought I would do a practical episode on the things that you could be doing in this messy middle of when maybe the shininess of quarter one or the shininess of the new year, I mean, has kind of worn off a little bit and your goals might not feel as top of mind as they once were when it was the brand new year. But as we're going into springtime for you to kind of get your ducks in a row and feel re-inspired by that. I think that when I am doing a lot of these things in January one, I feel a little bit uninspired because it is in the depth, in the deeps of winter time. And it's so cold. And all I want to do is hibernate and rest up, which, you know, I think that we all should do. And now it's starting to feel like the glimmer of spring is on the horizon. So this is where we can get refocused on what we might want for this new year. And it's a really great time to do that in the middle of February. So I'm going to jump right into all of this on the things that I'm doing that have really helped with getting me out of this messy middle is what I'm calling it. However, it's not that messy when you're proactive about it, right? So number one is I want you to create create your vision board. So this is a fun activity that I've done for two years in a row now. It will be my second year. I intentionally do this around Galentine's Day because I share this activity with my youngest sister and my two daughters. One is eight, one is 13. And then my niece who is um, 11 years old. So three young girls, one sister of mine who is in her thirties and I'm in my forties. And it's just, you know, we're all in kind of different spaces in our lives, but it teaches them to think really big for their life. And I think it's a great exercise for right now because it is kind of the, the, you feel the support of other women, other girls. And, um, and really being in that dreamy mode and that thinking bold and not making yourself small in this year. And so it's perfect for right now when we're out of the winter hibernation, right? Thinking about getting into this year and visually, what does that look like? So usually we'll do a full Valentine's Day of going to lunch and then we'll um, go to dinner. But we we went to, we were supposed to go to a kind of like a, it was called Peking Acrobats. It was a gymnastics 
thing that was happening at the Civic Center, but that got postponed. So we'll probably do something that is fun and inspiring. Maybe we'll go to the Botanical Center or something like that or go to the French Bakery. I'm not quite sure yet. It is happening in a few days. I don't have the set plan, but I wanted everybody's minds to be kind of opened up. And then at nighttime after dinner, we do our vision boards. And so what I did is I bought a whole bunch of catalogs from Amazon. They are, if you put into Amazon search, um, vision board magazine, I believe is what it, what I put in. They're anywhere from $15 to $25. And so I bought like five of them. And then we have glue sticks. I bought the uh, white backboards or foam core from Dollar Tree. And then we each have one that we do And then we talk about it afterwards. Like, this is what I'm thinking for these. This is why I put this here. And it's a really fun way for the younger girls and for us older girls to vocalize what we see for this year. You don't have to do it in the same way. You could absolutely create a board on Pinterest and print it. I've seen people do that. and But I like the the tactile version of this, of getting down and cutting these out and having fun and playing some music, lighting some candles and do working quietly alongside of each other. And, you know, when you think about, I mean, it, it does add up for the cost, but I thought, you know, this is kind of a gallon, a girl's night in and you tend to spend money when you go out anyways, but think of how fun it is for the rest of the year, like getting to see that. So we still have all of our boards from last year. And so we'll bring those back and kind of talk about them, I think. Um, I think this year, last year I made mine horizontal. This year I'm going to do it vertically. My daughters had done it vertically and it was much easier to hang up when it was vertical. So kind of think ahead on that because you will be putting it up. But the thing is, is that 80% of us are visual learners and visual processors. We learn by seeing, we learn by looking at something and we're like, ooh, I see that, you know. Even when you, like if you're driving and you use certain landmarks, that is visual learning and visual processing, right? Our minds try to hold on to that and it tries to close the gap. So when you're seeing these things on your vision board throughout the year, it's kind of that law of attraction of closing the gap of what is on the vision board, but your mind doesn't actually know it's not real. When you see it over and over and over, you're visually processing it. So I would highly recommend putting it up on your wall or on your phone screensaver. And it helps you to reassess throughout the year, kind of ground yourself. And these are the things that I was really dreaming for myself. And it is a really fun activity to do. So number one for that was create your vision board. Number two, and like I said, this is going to get very practical, is I want you in this quarter one to get your health checkups. Set up your appointments, all of them in quarter one. I don't know about you, but this is for me, definitely. I find the healthcare system to be completely confusing. I have no idea who to call, who to set up appointments for. I actually don't remember when I set up my appointments. So this is a really great tip for that because now that I know that I set it up in quarter one, I know that every single year I'm going to do do this for myself in quarter one. So by March 30th, I have all my appointments set up and done. And so you still have a bit of time. For example, this coming week, I have my doctor's appointment. And so... Before I get into that, I kind of want to get into 
the why I find it so confusing. So I thought, okay, I couldn't remember who my family doctor was. So I called my usual doctors, the location, and I remembered her first name being Dr. Shika. And they said that she's no longer there. So I asked them, am I supposed to get a checkup every year? I know these sound like silly questions, but they're just questions I, I didn't grow up going to the, doc- the doctor, I guess. And now that I'm in my 40s, I have to really start taking care of myself. I feel like once I turned 40, there was a, a, a significant decline in my body being what, what it once was. And so I think that when I was sitting there imagining my health and my well-being, I thought of it as such a privilege. It is such a privilege and a gift that we give ourselves when we're taking care of ourselves. I think this is a little bit harder for women and women that I've met and worked with is that, you know, when you are making appointments for your family, you're making them for your kids and you wouldn't, you know, not make those appointments for your kids, but for yourself, you're constantly putting yourself on the back burner. I want it to put ourselves on the front burner and also encourage our friends and fellow other women to do the same. There is so many women. This is why I wanted to put this in this episode. There's so many women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, even in their 30s, that have caught cancer or some other life-altering disease because they went to a routine checkup. I want us to all start doing that for ourselves because it is a privilege to have access to that healthcare, to catch that early on and to take care of ourselves and also to pass it along to others, to your sisters, to your friends, whoever else. If you have a podcast as well, remind each other to put each other first. There's this guilt that seems underlying in women taking care of of themselves. And I want to remove that. You deserve to be taken care of. In fact, it is critical that you do. And in even early on. So in your 30s, 40s, 50s, go to the doctor. And I'm going to go through the list that I made for myself a checklist. And like I said, it feels very practical. It feels very silly, but this is the list I made for myself. So think about the things that you need to call and get done for yourself. One is primary care doctor. So call and get an appointment for your like annual um, family doctor or primary care doctor and get your blood work done. Two is your gynecologist, get a mammogram done. Uh, When I was chatting with the woman on the phone, she said I could go to a nurse practitioner, um, but if I wanted to go to, um, uh, excuse me, let me back up, a nurse practitioner for my primary care, like my annual checkup. But if I wanted to get another mammogram, I've only had one done. Um, If I wanted to get another one, I probably would need a referral. So another confusing point. So I'd have to go to my primary care first. So getting into a gynecologist as well as getting a mammogram done, those are two separate things. Getting your teeth checked out by a dentist. So if you have dental insurance, um, there's probably a annual thing that you can, you know, take advantage of as well as vision. Um, if you all follow me on Instagram, I'm at Cue the Clarity. I was talking about how I was feeling so out of sorts last week, so much that when I went for a walk, I lost my glasses. I don't, wear my glasses the whole time I'm walking because I don't like seeing the outer edge of my glasses. And I don't have that high of prescription. At least I didn't think I did. And because I had LASIK done 
14 years ago. And so I'm out there walking and somehow I lost my glasses. I like to keep them in case there's somebody walking that looks suspicious. I pop on my glasses, you know? And so then I somewhere lost them out there, still have not found them, but that prompted me to go to my, um, my vision person. Um, and I thought that I had just gone to them. This is how perception of time goes so quickly with these doctor's appointments. And she said that I actually came in, in April of last year. So my prescription went from negative 1.25 to negative two. It's no wonder that I couldn't see with my contacts on. So anyways, all that to say is that when you start doing that reminder to yourself, getting everything done in quarter one, then you don't have to worry about when did I get this done? I think I got it done that time or, you know, whatever it is. Also on this list, if you have any, um, if you have any other, um, like experts that you go to or practitioners of any sort. For example, I go to my rheumatologist for my joints and I have an autoimmune condition. And then if you, maybe you have a dermatologist or an acupuncturist, I'm not sure, but start to make those annual appointments that you need to do. And then also encourage others to do it, pass it along to everybody else. And so I think I'm going to send out an email to everybody just doing this little checklist, which seems silly, but at the same time, it's like every single year you should be doing this. And I have always found this, found this to be confusing. So if I can alleviate any sort of confusion or um, guesswork out of this for you, then I am so happy to do that because healthcare and taking care of ourselves, our well-being is a privilege. And then on the 15th of every month, I want you to set up an activity that is wellness-based, whether it be self-care or some other thing. So I have been doing this for years. I quit doing it accidentally in the last couple of years because it just got out of my brain. But I've always done this one thing, which I called my tax day. It was an easy way for me to remember that I'm paying taxes to my body every 15th of the month, because you know, April 15th is seared into all of our brains that we need to pay our individual taxes at that time. And so we know that one thing is for sure, death or taxes. So for me, I was like, I need to take care of myself. So every 15th of the month, that is where I would usually schedule a massage. I actually just got a facial yesterday. So around every 15th of the month, I'm doing some sort of self-care or like a facial or a massage. I have a massage subscription and a, uh, and a like a, a spa subscription. So I usually will get like a body wrap or a facial. So yesterday I got a facial because it's close to the 15th. And then um, I will also try to schedule in activities like a 5K, like a walking 5K. I'm not very aggressive in my um, my walks or my uh, physical activities, but it's really fun because then I can invite my kids if they want to go, which they have not, but my sister will usually, one of my sisters will usually do that with me. So around the 15th of every month, I want you to think about health checkups and um, well-being. So getting your health checkups before quarter one. So you know that every single year you've done it. So then when somebody asks you out in the wild, like, you know, if you have a sister, you know, sisters like me, Hey, have you done your mammogram for this year? Then you're like, Oh yeah, I got that done. You know, in quarter one, I make it a practice 
in every single year to do it by March 30th, um, because I know March 31st, I mean, so that way I can um, remember that I've gotten it done. And you know that you've taken care of yourself by the end of quarter one. And so that is number two. Number three kind of folds and parlays into that, and that is set yourself up for success on your finances. It is the other, the real taxes, as I should say, the real taxes. They can be kind of anxiety ridden when you're like trying to hustle at the end of like if March 15th or or April 15th is coming up, that you're trying to scramble and gather up all your things. So right now in that messy middle of February and you know getting the things, your ducks in a row, I want you to create a folder on your computer and also create a folder, like a file folder on your desk and write on there, 2023 taxes. So when you need to do your taxes, Actually, you could put 23 slash 24 if you wanted to, because you'll probably need to pay estimated taxes. Um, If you're a partnership or an S-corp, it would be March 15th. If it is individual taxes, it would be April 15th. Either way, it is a scramble at the end usually. And it can be really overwhelming to try to do that all at once. So create those two folders. One is physical, one is digital. So you can put that there. So when you pass along the files to your accountant, your bookkeeper, whoever it is, then you will have it ready to go because you'll probably, you probably already have it like piled up somewhere since your paperwork has been coming in the mail. You want to put it somewhere. That way you can keep coming back to it. And so then you're taking care of yourself financially by being proactive. Something that I need to do, which I feel really late in the game. And you know, you might be feeling late in the game to all of these, right? So it, because it feels like you should do this at the beginning of the year. But like I said, it might feel late in the game to create a vision board. It might feel late in the game to get your health checkups. It isn't, my friends. This is the prime time to do it. I'm telling you that you can start to get your ducks in a row and it will feel so good now that you're out of the depths of wintertime hibernation. And so getting um, so getting all of my things for cue the clarity, all of my transactions, all of my, everything that I was keeping track of on Excel spreadsheets. I know I'm old school, right? Excel spreadsheets. I actually need to get set up on QuickBooks online. And I've just kind of pushed it off, pushed it off, pushed it off. So now that I am creating time in my calendar, I am starting to do that too. So that way, when I need to pass it to our bookkeeper, I will have something for her and she's been asking for it as well. But I've carved off the time to do that. So setting yourself up for your finances and knowing that that's coming up and you're being proactive can be so super helpful. That is a Q1 activity for um, getting your ducks in a row and a privilege as well. You know, when um, I don't know if you all listen to Ramit Sethi, he is the author of I Will Teach You Be I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And he is um also, I think he has a Netflix special. He's also a podcaster. And he does a lot of episodes. And I remember listening to one where he was talking to somebody where they were really griping about having to pay taxes. And it is, it is a pain to pay taxes. I feel it every single time that anxiety come up that it feels like overwhelming because I don't feel knowledgeable enough. 
what, which is why I've hired the experts, but I still have to gather up the goods, right? But he said that when the more money you make, if you think of it as the more money you make, the more taxes you're paying. And that's a good thing too. It shows that you're making money. And so think of it in that way. It's just a different lens of that. I know I have to pay taxes, but it's just confirmation for me that it's because I'm making more money and that is a good thing. Okay. So be proactive, hire the experts you need. If you need help with a bookkeeper um, and accountant, then start to do that and do that by March 31st. Okay. Number four, this is the last one is I want you to confirm your calendar. So in the last episode, we talked about how to cue the clarity, right? How to gather more clarity in your life. If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend it because it starts to have you think about how you can start to feel more clear in your path and your path as in the process of your path, the journey. And so on the last episode, I said that I want you to start designing your calendar, design it to have it serve your life, design your calendar in the life that you want. And so during that time, it might not be where you are ready to move forward on the things that you have in your calendar. So I'm, I'm asking you to confirm it. So in, uh, you know, April or no, I'm sorry, in October slash November is when I start to think about the annual things that we do, spring break, vacation, if we plan to do one, um, summer vacation, which we do every single July, you know, but sometimes I'm not ready to purchase the tickets or I'm not ready to confirm those dates. And so this is when you do it. So for example, I just bought, um, we're not doing anything for spring break since I'm going on that trip to Mexico. And then I'll just be coming back right before their spring break. But I'm, one of my goals for this year was to, to have separate things that I would take each of my daughters to. As I mentioned, one is eight and one is 13. So the older one is very into music. She plays alto saxophone um, in band and she's in wrestling. And so she's very into music. She is always has like Spotify going and um, I'm going to go to more concerts with her. So during that spring break, I actually bought tickets to go to see Olivia Rodrigo we're kind of medium fans, um, but I think it would be so fun to go together um, just as an appreciation of music, of songwriting. And so we're going to go do that. I bought tickets to that. And then, you know, we're going to be staying there. My husband is going to be the Uber driver and he's just going to be there with our youngest daughter. I didn't want to take her well, she didn't want to go for one. And also I, I don't want to, I think there's probably going to be some swear words and stuff like that. So anyways, um, I confirmed that on our calendar for spring break. So if your spring break is in March or April, what does that look like? Also, do you have travel or summer travel that you need to confirm in, uh, um, in those second season months? So usually I will then look into, um, my lens of that four month season. I've talked about this in other episodes where primarily when I'm looking at my personal calendar, I'm looking at four month seasons. And so I lump some, kind of do like a lump of January, February, March, April. So my daughter is turning nine in April. So I also have to figure out her birthday party planning. And then, then I look at May, June, July, and August. 
and then um, September, October, November, December. And that makes it easier on a personal basis because we go by that with the school year. You know, Mar or May is when they get out of school and it starts to lump into those summer months of planning. Like I get to look at, it's kind of like batch planning in my mind. Um, whereas these other things that I'm telling you about quarter one is I start looking at it for business and for for other things. So know that I look out of two lenses and that has been really helpful for me to think about the personal side, the travel, the the things that have to do with my children because of that, you know, kind of new year in a way of May, they're getting out of school and September, they're going back into school. So it feels like a shift of season to me in those four months. So those are the other things, birthday party planning, spring break, summer travel, whatever that looks like for you. If you have kids or if you have pets, you know, it, um, and you're traveling, you probably need to think ahead on where those pets will go. Third on confirming your calendar is reaffirming your focus. I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about the things I could do in this year. And I was getting caught up in all of the things that I could do in the programs I could release. And that was because as I started to get out of my hibernation mode and my full introvert hermit mode, I started to feel like I really missed having clients like I did when I was at the product boss and miss working with people one-on-one. -on -one. And then I started thinking, oh, I could come out with this. I could do this. And then I just thought, Mina, what is happening? And what is your calendar going to look like moving forward? So that's kind of what, you know, what confirmed it for me was that I'm just not in this season, at least not in this season one, quarter one of my life where I should be thinking about the programs that I could release because last week's or last two weeks, my last episode, I talked about defining the season you're in. The season that I'm in is definitely family forward on the calendar first. So it leaves me room to travel, to see you know, business friends. But as far as client work, when I'm working with clients, I like to be all in. I like to feel like I'm really in the business. And, and that's because a lot of times my clients are always on my brain. It's hard for me to not have you all on my brain. And so I have to be in the right season, in the, in the right bandwidth, in the right, um, mind space. And so it reaffirmed my focus for me and what projects I'm going to do moving forward. So as I mentioned in a previous episode, I'm really working on guides and workbooks and journals and that sort of thing, which are which are things that I've always wanted to, to do. I've always wanted to do some authoring, writing, um, teaching, that sort of thing. And it reaffirmed that focus for me. So when we get into that messy middle and the shininess of the new year wears off, we start to look at the shininess of all of these um, shiny objects. And we start to think, what could I do? And we forget about what the things that we thought that we wanted or that we thought that we are aligned with. And so I want you to come back to that and reaffirm your focus. What projects are you moving forward with? Are you client-based? Which days are you going to move forward in being client-based? And what 
things are you going to be obligated and responsible for and have fun in? So as you're moving forward, you know, client work is really fun and as much as it is um, uh, work, right? So making it go forward and being proactive about it can make it really even more fun. So I want you to reaffirm if that is your focus for this year. Is your focus project work? What projects do you have moving forward in quarter one and then in quarter two? And then even thinking about quarter three, one example that I have is that I really thought that I would have hired somebody by now and I have not yet. Um, I've hired... um, you know, contract people for like helping me with a podcast and everything. But I really want to reaffirm my focus on my email and on, um, actually that moves me into the, this, this last tip of it is I also want you to reaffirm your mode of marketing or communication. So when you're thinking about your projects, what is it you're going to step into? And what is it that you're excited about for showing up for in these next few months as it starts to feel like springtime is in bloom? And I feel like that's when our inspiration really starts to blossom and bloom in the season. We're coming out of full hermit mode, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. We start to feel that, you know, visceral feeling of blooming, you know, with this having days that have more sunshine and seeing everybody start to do more things and putting themselves out there. So think about your mode of marketing or communication because it will start to be up leveled. It will start to, you know, have it where you're be where you're stepping into it. And so for me, as I mentioned, I really want to step into more emails. Um, I've been really sending out emails for freebies and sending out emails for the podcast, but I like to just start conversations in the emails. And so that is something that I have kind of percolating. Another thing is that I've been unsure about is I, I, it's kind of been a roller coaster of of whether or not I want to do it, but that is Instagram. Um, I fully enjoy Instagram, and there's times where I just don't put as much work into it. So thinking about, okay, what do I want to do for Instagram? Or perhaps like if you're on TikTok or if you're on Pinterest or YouTube or whatever it is, whatever your mode of marketing or communication is, think about what your strategy is moving forward and how you're going to step into that. Do you want to like reassess what you'll be doing at calendar wise and confirming that on your calendar and then batching those things? Or how do you want to move forward and all of that when your when your energy level will almost certainly be um, elevated, and start to think about that. Because when we start to do all these things, I'm going to give you that rundown. When we start to create your vision board and put that up on the wall or on the screensaver or wherever it is on your mirror, wherever you want to have it. And then we also get our health checkups, knowing we're taking care of ourselves and telling all the people around us to take care of themselves and reminding them to get all those appointments done. Um, and then we're also setting ourselves up financially, QuickBooks, taxes, whatever it is, being smart financially, you know, and and then also confirming on our calendar and being smart strategically, right? 
thinking on our calendar proactively, not only are we being smart with our money, but we're being smart with our time in this quarter one, season one, that we're thinking about, okay, these are all the things that I'm doing. Then you start to get into gear again. You start to get into gear again in a way that it can feel like you're moving into alignment. In the wintertime, as we're coming out of that, that rest is required. That rest is required to make it to those next levels. That rest is required for us to even be able to hustle any other time of year. That rest is required for us to be able to even enjoy the process at all because it's when you start to get more mature in your entrepreneurial journey, you start to realize that it's all in the process. If you can fall in love with the process of the daily work, of the messy middle, of the journey, that is where it's at versus the destination. You don't wake up one day and think, wow, I made it. I'm successful. Somehow after a 10-year stint, six-year stint or whatever, you start to realize that it it didn't happen overnight and that you... When you fall in love with the process and the journey of things, that is where it's at. That is really where it's at. So think about that, right? Think about getting back into gear again. Start to get into gear, into alignment as you're thinking about, okay, now that I'm out of the cold winter time, I'm seeing the things that I'm planting the seeds that could be bloomed. And then by February of next year, imagine, imagine where your life will be. And when there's sunshine on your face and there's other people that are there, the people that you love that you said, hey, go get your checkups, you know, they're there to enjoy it with you. And when you're smart with all the things with money wise and feeling that confidence of doing that for yourself, and then also confirming your calendar so you're less reactive to it. Okay. So I hope that helps and I hope that you do all of those things. So at the end of quarter one, that you feel really good and you feel really grounded in all the things that you wanted to make happen for yourself and your life. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here with me. I will see you on the next episode.